You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile technology, this is your reality. At Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading-edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening a cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my steps. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest things of being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king king. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast I am your host, Jay Spencer King And listen y'all, it's Victory Tuesday It's Victory Week And that's how we like to do it The Buffalo Bills um, they came out last Thursday, so it feels like an eternity ago. It doesn't feel like this Victory Tuesday for us, but let the reminder be, Jay Spence the King on Code of Conduct is letting you know that it is Victory Tuesday, and the Buffalo Bills have improved to 5-3. and three. They are still second in the division, uh, but they have a, there's, a, there's a road. There is a road to get to where we want to go. And I want to talk about it a little bit. So let's let's just get right to it. Let's let's kind of rewind. Let's let's go back to uh, last Thursday night and talk about the Buffalo Bills hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Thursday night football. There were some things that I saw that I liked. There were some things I saw that I didn't like. Uh, But I want to start off just by saying that. You should be proud of yourselves as a fan base. You should be proud of yourselves as a fan base and you should be proud of yourselves 
uh, as as content creators and as um, media members or, or whoever vocalized their opinion about what the offense was lacking, you should be proud of yourself. And I'll tell you why. I don't ever want to hear anybody say that the team does not pay attention to the noise. I always hear it, you know, and, and they'll say it in their pressers. Oh, we we don't listen to any of it. We don't see any of it. We don't care about the criticism. We don't care about what Jay Spence the King is talking about on Buffalo Rumblings every single week. We don't care what Joe Miller is talking about. That's how they talk, right? That's how they talk. They talk in these pressers, the coach pressers and player pressers. They talk like it doesn't matter what the, the rhetoric is on Twitter. Whatever it is that fans are debating about is just fans debating about it. A couple of weeks ago, Josh Allen was very annoyed and very bothered by the criticism of Ken Dorsey and the criticism of the offense and the lack of firepower over the first three quarters of the three previous games prior to this Buccaneers game. And he he vocalizes this pleasure in and he there's a lot of couch offensive coordinators and there's a lot of you know all pro play callers or however he worded it. Yeah, he worded it that way. But guess what? Apparently there is. Apparently, there are a ton of all pro play callers and offensive coordinators. And I think my man Nate Geary hit it on the head. I don't think there's been a win like this for for arm. Or, or not armchair, but for couch <laughs> coordinators and, and these coaches, there hasn't been a win like this in forever. Because what you got to see last Thursday night was the Buffalo Bills do every single thing that Bills fans have been begging the Bills to do since the beginning of the season. There's been a lack of effort when it comes to running Josh Allen. Guess what? Very first drive, damn near first play of the game, Josh scrambles and he runs. He has a scramble for a touchdown where he runs. Designed run play. We want to see Kincaid get more involved. Guess what? Kincaid's involved. Everybody's questioning, where's Khalil Shakir? Why is Khalil Shakir not, not being involved? Guess who was involved? Oh, use the run game to set up the play action. Guess who used the run game to set up the play action? Don't only see digs. Yeah, still give them the ball, but don't force feed them. Guess who spread the ball around evenly? And that's the first point to the show. Sharing is caring. <laughs> sharing is caring. When you look at when you look at the offense, every single week, Stefan Diggs does what he does, and he's going to do what he does for the remainder of his career while he's in Buffalo. We know it. He doesn't, he doesn't miss. You might have a game from from Diggs where he may he may hit 70 yards and that's a down game for him. 45 yards one time, that's a down game for him. But we've seen Stefan Diggs consistently go over 100 yards. So I'm not I'm not tripping about Diggs. I know who Diggs is. We know who Diggs is. We know what he can do with the football. He scores touchdowns. He makes people miss. He runs people over even though he's not the biggest dude. He he mosses guy. He catches the ball at the highest point and wins those matchups nine times out of ten. I'm not mad at Stefan Diggs. He's he, That guy, he's a heck of a leader. We're going to talk about his leadership in a second. But Josh Allen shared the ball. Everybody was involved. 
And in a game like this, if you if you're able to get everybody involved, it make it makes it very difficult to defend the Buffalo Bills because coming into the game, I guarantee you, the Buccaneers were looking to only shut down Stephon Diggs. I know they knew. I know they knew that Gabriel Davis has big play potential. I know they know about my RB1. They know about James Cook. They know about Dawson Kincaid having the best catching hands out of college last year in the draft. Coming in the draft, he's the best pass catcher. That's all everybody said. I don't watch college that much. This year I do, but last year I didn't watch much, so I couldn't tell. But he looks that way to me. I believe on 38 targets, he has 34 receptions. Needed that. And I love everything about it. Then you get the running backs involved. My only critique really about the entire game was was the goal line offense. Goal line offense. We can't punch the ball in the goal line, and then we turn the ball over on downs on fourth and two because we choose to throw it instead of use Josh or instead of – that's my only critique. But Josh shared – he shared the wealth early and often. And I'll tell you what, if we continue to do that, there isn't a team in the NFL that's going to stop this offense. I don't care who I don't I don't care who the play caller is on defense. I know we just lost to the Patriots and it looked bad. Listen, forget about it. Forget about it. If Josh Allen comes out, and I've said this before on this show, I've said this on several shows. If Josh Allen comes out and takes what the defense gives him every single game. Not only will he be AFC E or AFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week, he's going to he's going to mess around and end up. I almost said it wrong there. I keep forgetting him on the pod sometimes. He's going to mess around and he's going to end up MVP of the league because he's so good. And for him, taking what the defense gives him doesn't mean a three yard play. Josh Allen has the physical ability with his arm. He has no limitations with his arm. So if the defense is giving you a 40-yard bomb to Steph, take it. If the defense is giving you a a dig route or a slant, take it. If the defense is giving you a lane to run because they're playing man and all their backs are to you, like, first of all, why would anybody do that against Josh at this point of his career? But if that's the case, take it and slide. Don't take that hit, but take it. Get out of bounds, slide. But everything about what I saw from that game, with the exception of the offense in the red zone, I was satisfied with. They still can throw that one play. They can put it in the box, lock it up, throw it into the deepest parts of the ocean. I do not want to see that delayed handoff or whatever it's called. I'm not, you know, I'm not the the X's and O's. I'm not going to tell you exactly what the play is called or what the, I just know I don't want to see it. I don't want to see James Cook getting the ball in a delayed handoff situation when there's a freaking shotgun play because it never works. It never works. Now, I did watch the Lions and Raiders games and it kind of worked for them. I saw a couple plays. I don't know what it I don't know if it's our offensive line can't block for that play. I don't know if it's that I don't know if the delay is too delayed. I don't know what it is, but the Bills suck at that play. Absolutely suck. So 
I did mention I was going to talk about Diggs being a leader. Let me talk about that for a second. Now, last night, those of you who watched the Lions beat the Raiders, first of all, we knew that was coming. If you, it, 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 you knew that was coming. But Jameer Gibbs, can we talk about how this guy had 189 yards from scrimmage? And let's talk about how we're looking at the running backs game and we're looking at the, the receivers and we're looking at all of this stuff. And then on the flip side, you look at Devontae Adams, right? So the Lions are supposed to be good. Six and two now. First, first time that they've been six and two or better since 2014. Great start for them. But then you look at the other side and you see Devontae Adams on the over there. He had one catch for 11 yards. He's slamming his helmet. I woke up this morning before I recorded this pod and nobody, not a soul, was talking about how Devontae Adams is a problem or a diva on the sideline for showing passion. And I don't want them to. So please, before I before you anybody takes this clip and then posts it and says that Jay Spence the King is calling Devontae Adams a diva, pump your brakes. I want Devontae Adams in the Buffalo Bills uniform today. So when the trade deadline happens, I am hoping I know it's not. But I would love for Devontae Adams to end up a Buffalo Bill. And that's just that's what I want. You ask me what I want for Christmas, Devontae Adams in the Bill. Devontae Adams in the Bills jersey. Or lunch with Jay-Z. Forget the 500000 <laughs> But nobody's talking about him like that. Why? Why? They shouldn't. But my question is, why do we continue to talk about Stefan Diggs that way? In my opinion, Stefan Diggs has done nothing but try to win. He's tried to win, and he's tried to motivate his team to get on his level. And damn it, if there's anybody I want to see on the level of Stefan Diggs at this point, it's Josh Allen consistently. And he's been he's been lights out. But Anybody that has an issue with the way Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen have either been on the sideline or when they've been whatever you think you may hear. There's a lot of rumors. And a lot of people questioning whether or not Stefan Diggs is a good leader or if Stefan Diggs should be the leader on this team. I'm going to tell you what he deserves that captain. That captain recognition or designation, he deserves it. And I think he should have it for the entire time that he's a Buffalo Bill. Stefan Diggs is going to go down as the best wide receiver in Buffalo Bills history if he hasn't already. It just depends on how you want to look at it. I had this conversation last night about Josh on the off tackle show. Some people get mad when you when you take their legends outside of certain places. Jim Kelly is Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly's that dude. We know who Jim Kelly is. We know who. Andre Reed is. We know who Kenny Lofton is. Eric Modes. But I've personally seen enough from Josh Allen for me to say that I don't think we've ever seen a guy play the quarterback position the way Josh Allen does for the Buffalo Bills. He's the best quarterback. He's the be he, he's the best player I've seen. Now, I wasn't alive for OJ. I understand. He get, oh, the Jews got 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. I I know how amazing that is. But I also understand it was a different era. And for that time, 
for this time for for today that's an amazing feat that hasn't been the the way that that happened it hasn't happened again but I also understand what I'm looking at when I watch Josh Allen play. And I understand the frustration of it because with the good, you have to take the bad. But Josh Allen is on pace to have damn near 50 touchdowns total for the year. <laughs> and we're sitting here. I don't know. I just, I, to me, it's not much of a debate. But I can say the same thing about Stefan Diggs. He's out there and he wants to win. If he's not getting the ball and we're losing, that's when you have a problem out of Diggs. If we're winning and his presence is causing other people to get open and we're able to distribute the ball and move the ball like we did this, this past Thursday, I don't think you have any issues out of Stefan Diggs. Not one. Not one. I want to talk a little bit, a little bit of defense. Then I want to talk a little bit about the Sunday night football game. It's going to be a great, I can't wait for this game. I cannot wait for this game. But before we get into it, quick moment or quick message from our sponsor. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So, you know, that means family, football and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. All right, now let's talk some defense. Let's talk some defense. Uh, look, there, there isn't much, I guess, to say either way of it, right? Like, you can... If you want to see it from the positive standpoint, you can. If you want to see it from a negative standpoint, you can. Um, for me, the the thing that I see and the thing that I think about is just how much we really miss Matt Milano, Tredavious White, Daquan Jones. I mean, when I say you really miss these guys, and 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 most times everybody gives that love. To Matt Milano, and he deserves it. The guy was an all pro last season. I don't think that there's uh, many people that play the position that he plays. I don't think there are many in the NFL right now who are better. Last year, I had some people before he got the all pro designation. I had some people laugh at me when I, I had a take one time. I said, I think he, he should be in the running for defensive player of the year. As an all pro. Yeah. And now this year, I think our linebacker room. Without him, you can tell just how good of a player he is. Tredavious White. That guy's a king, man. He's a legend to me. I, I, I love Tredavious White. I love his energy. I love his passion. I love his ability when he's healthy. I love to see what he does on the field. And it sucks that now two years in a row he's had these season-ending injuries that it's tough for, for people to come back from, but when you have them back to back like that, it's really tough. It's really tough. And mentally is the, is the thing that I worry about when it comes to Trey, not mentally. Like I don't think he's strong enough to come back, but listen, a lot of these guys, especially Trey, I don't know if all of you remember during the COVID time and during all that stuff, family is, is important to these men. And I love that it's important to these men. Really got to 
really got to pray for my man Trey. I, I want to see him back in the Buffalo Bills uniform, dominating. And he's going to, but Daquan Jones. Daquan Jones. Can I talk about how <laughs> if anybody this year was playing at a level of an all-pro, it was Daquan Jones. And if you're not familiar with the all-22, or if you're not one of the people that, that like to sit there and really try to break that down, or not even necessarily that, some people... And I don't mean this from a, in a condescending way. Some people don't understand the R22, and that's fine, too. Or not necessarily don't understand it. You don't know how to watch it to get what you're looking for. There's a few networks that do great work with it. I suggest, and I, like, I highly recommend going to check it out. Go and check out uh, Cover One. Go and check out um, Baldy. Oh, my God. Coach Baldy, every time he posts one, Dan Orvlowski or, or Vlowski. Every time he po posts one, uh, just make sure you check him out. There's so many things that you get to see, but what you're not going to see right now is Daquan Jones because Daquan is gone. But when I tell you the offensive attack of any team feared Daquan Jones, he was a run stopper. He was eating up body parts. He was eating up body so that, Ed Oliver could get open and just do everything he needed to do and destroy and dis disrupt everything that the offense was doing. These guys worked in tandem, and it was one of the greatest things to watch because now you see Ed Oliver is still playing well. Ed Oliver is a he's a beast. But his production next to Daquan Jones is completely different. And if we don't replace that type of production or if we don't get somebody today at the trade deadline to try and we're not going to get the same production. Like I mentioned, it was all pro production. So unless we're going to trade the next first three or the next three first rounders and try to go get Aaron Donald or or go and do something crazy that we shouldn't do, you're not going to get that same production unless Jones can get back from his injury early. I still don't know how long he'll be out. But as of right now, I'm going to tell you what, we, we miss him. And I think we miss him more than anyone else who's out on injury. Also, a little bit of news from our team. Yesterday, the Buffalo Bills signed uh, running back Leonard Fournette to the practice squad. Touchdown, Lenny. Hopefully, we get to experience playoff Lenny. And hopefully, he can help us, you know, get over a couple hurdles. And the thing I like about this, I don't dislike it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's just one of those things where it's just like, oh, yeah, it's cool. I like it. Reason why I like this, I think people, here, Leonard Fournette, and we kind of just chop it up to the fact that we think he's washed. He hasn't played for this season, and we're at the end of October. Happy Halloween, actually, to everybody. But we assume that he's not good or he's washed. Leonard Fournette is not washed. Last year, he had one of the best receiving years for a running back in the league. He had over 520 yards receiving, over 100 and, or over 1,200 all-purpose yards on offense that's not washed i remember people telling me that deandre hopkins was watching i just saw him catch three touchdowns the other day we got to be careful with calling these guys old and washed y'all told me last year that jordan poyer was washed he's had two games in a row now that he's been in a phenomenal he's been a phenomenal player i'm done listening to y'all telling me who's washed <laughs> y'all can tell me everything else i'm done listening to who's washed But we absolutely miss Daquan. We absolutely miss Matt. 
He absolutely missed Trey. So now you fast forward and you go to this Sunday night football game we got coming up against the Bengals. And there's reason, there's there's reason to be concerned. At least for me. Last year in the playoffs, Joe Burrow made it look easy. He made it look like he didn't even have to try. Rewind a couple weeks before that when we played them. Everybody knows the week when everything happened, the game got canceled. Okay, it got canceled early, but if you go back and you look at that first, the way it was going, it looked exactly like it did in the playoffs. So what's going to change this time? Well, for starters, we have Micah and Jordan. Last year, we didn't have Micah, and Jordan was beat up. We didn't have Vaughn. There's a lot of things that's different this year. But again, no Trey. The cornerback position versus the wide receiver position group of the Bengals would be one of the things that I watch the most. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I know Miami has Jalen Waddle and Tariq Hill, and I do think that I think that that's the best wide receiver tandem in the league. But let me explain to you just how close in talent Jamar Chase and T. Higgins is to those other two guys. When Joe Burrow is healthy, those guys ball out, and it just is what it is every single week. You now you got two games in a row where Jamar Chase is out there just making people look foolish. Making people look foolish. Because Joe Burrow's healthy. T. Higgins was injured as well. Now he's working himself back. He made some plays. I bet you they try to get him involved early and off. Early and off. So what I'm looking to see out of the Bills this weekend, offensively, I'm looking for consistency. From what we saw last week, I would still like to see Kincaid be used in the offense. I still want to see the ball get spread around. I still want to see James Cook run the ball and set up play action pass because Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the league when he's playing or when he's throwing out of a play action pass. Literally, go look it up. He's the best quarterback in the league, and it's not it's not close. That's what I want to see. I still want to see Shakir get opportunities because i think he's a good blocker 
He's a he's a great pass blocker. He's protecting Josh better than oh, let me let me not. Oh, and shout out to the offensive line. Last year it was a topic of conversation after every single game about how we were going to improve the offensive line. Can we talk about how Spencer Brown is playing well? Let's talk about how Osiris like our rookie is playing at an elite level. He barely has allowed anybody to get to Josh. He's had a couple games with some, you know, had a, just a couple penalties that we wish we could take back. But from a rookie, there's nothing about his game that I'm upset about. Nothing. So, again, consistency there, too. That defense, I mean, that offensive line, consistently. Consistency. Wide receivers. Spreading the ball around, consistency. James Cook getting the ball, consistency. Play action passes, consistency. And then on defense, I'm going to say something that I think a lot of people are going to disagree with, but that's okay. All season, it seems like the Buffalo Bills have been a different type of defense that's way more aggressive than we've seen. Leslie Frazier kind of had this bend but don't break defense where you want to keep everything in front of you. Once you get into the 20, you, you get into that red zone, you make things difficult. The, the field shrinks, so it's more difficult for the offense to score on your defense. I think that's the game plan I would like to see the Buffalo Bills go into this defensive field. I want to see the Buffalo Bills make Joe Burrow earn first downs. I want to see him earn three yards here, five yards. Methodical. If you can beat us methodically, you earned it. But I'm tired of seeing the big runs. I'm tired of seeing, you know, a, a, a pass play here or there that guy, you know, it doesn't happen too much, but it happens enough for me to, to feel like it happens too much. Where a guy breaks a tackle, runs out of it. Last week, it got called back. Last week, we had a play like that where the guy... You just knew he was tackled behind the line, ended up breaking out. 34, 35-yard game until the flag came. In Jacksonville, you saw, <laughs> you saw Travis Etienne. This happens against the Bills frequently. And again, Bills, the Buffalo Bills going up against good receivers. Calvin Ridley. You just don't want a repeat of our secondary getting beat by two elite wide receivers. And that's not even mentioning Tyler Boyd, who to me is probably the best third receiver in the league. I think they have the best overall wide receiver core. Then you had Joe Mixon have a good game. He's starting to find his rhythm. I need consistency. Need consistency. Oh, and last thing about the defense. I got to pick on my dog real quick. Jordan, Jordan Poyer, man. You had two dropped interceptions. Two. I had money on you, man. Win it back for me this week. Win it back for me this week. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please stay tuned all week to Buffalo Rumblings. We got a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Hump Day Hotline is, is, is going to be fun this week. I can't wait to see Joe. I missed you guys last week with it. Uh, I like to thank Sterling and um, AJ and just everybody for filling in. 
Uh, but Hump Day Hotline is back this week with the two of us, with Joe and myself. Sunday, pregame rumblings, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Everywhere where you get your podcast, every single place. Pregame rumblings presented by DraftKings with special guest Demar Hamlin. And we are talking about Cincinnati. We're talking about Abbott Technologies, where he's working as a partner with them on a new initiative for cardiac patients. I'm going to talk about it all. So please join me Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Anywhere, Apple Music, where you get your podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, check it out. But in the meantime, y'all know the drill. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Code of conduct. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today